Listener Production. Kickpod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulukut Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the Kickpod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. Hello there. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm actually, I have a win to share with you. And a win is a win. I can't say a win without. They always are. Win, that's the definition of winning. And I have to say before I share this, I do not like myself for sharing this because usually I am not this person. Okay. Because I'm usually annoyed at this person. So in advance, I'm sorry. But I got home from my my holiday and I unpacked my suitcases, all of them, ours actually for Dalton as well, on the night that we got home. I've never done that in my life. So I'm either... On the day, on yeah. the night, get it all done, all yeah. the washing sorted, everything sorted, everything is away. Yeah. Or one month later, I'm like, oh, yeah. I should unpack that suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> That's like one of those moments where you really thank your like past self. It's like you'll get to tomorrow and you'll be like, I don't have to do it. Or tonight. Or tonight. I'll get home and yeah. I'll be like, it's I don't, done. it's done. So oh. that, but then at the same time, the, the polarizing, my other self, mm. we have had a broken dryer for... When did I come over and dry my stuff at your house? Was it two um, months ago? Oh, yeah, maybe almost. Two months yeah. ago. I thought I booked in an appointment but for the haven't? dryer company to come and fix it. Right. I obviously didn't because it's not in my calendar. Many <laughs> oh <my laughs> emails from them, so I'm like, I would imagine that one. Yeah. And we don't have a clothesline at the moment, so I'm using this tiny clothes horse and to dry. And it's winter. Well, it's not it's, winter, yeah, but it, it's cold. It is. <laughs> it's wet. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Laura. <laughs> so look, you girls, she's doing well with unpacking the suitcase and veiling in another life admin time. So time, is all your okay. washing just kind of like hanging on the chairs? Yeah, literally, yeah. generally chairs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, today, outside of that, a lot of exciting things on the podcast. Yeah. Something that came through kick mail quite a lot. We were going to open up the mailbox and just have like a general topic of just reading out your mail, but... 90% of it was nightmare neighbour stories. <laughs> people are passionate about so, their neighbours and people have some very bizarre neighbours. Yeah, that segment's back, which we love. <laughs> we it's love. It's fun. <laughs> um, but before that, we do have uh, an important one to cover. And if you were listening to our episode last week, you would have heard Laura and I talk about the toxic wellness rules that we've both been bounded by in the past that we lived by, um, laws being no carbs and mine being avoiding strength training. And we asked you guys to send some in. And to be honest, like reading a lot of these rules as they come in, we've it's very, it's hard to read. Mm. And there is a lot of commonalities, like a lot of them came up multiple times. Um, so know that if you feel stuck in one of these rules that you're not alone in that. So we are going to talk through one that has come through from Olivia and this is actually one that did come up quite a lot. And there's one more segment. And you know what? It wasn't me who got this out of Steph. It was Mandy. We had to know because Steph told us that um, you can orgasm in one specific position. Yes. And the people wanted is, to know which one. This is in the one. podcast with Rachel. Yes, the, yes um, the, uh, which was called... Personal sex stories or something, something like, like that. that. Anyway, it was actually our most downloaded episode <laughs> ever. So, so 
likely you would have listened to it. We'll put it in the show notes if you'd like because so the people were wondering yeah. what position was it? And so Mandy asked you and I was very surprised when you answered. <laughs> so stick around for that. <laughs> And before we get into it, though, guys, we do have a kick update. So we have had two features go live in the last month, which a lot of you who may already be on the kick app may have already tried out and hopefully you're all loving. One of which is scheduling. So now you can go to activities in the app like masterclasses, meditations, etc. and actually schedule them into your planner so that they can be there on the day that you want to and you can kind of plan out your own week which is so exciting. We know this is something that you guys have been wanting for a long time. So we hope you're enjoying that. And then the other one I wanted to chat to was our new share feature, which is super exciting. So a lot of you guys often share, you know, post-workout selfies or your recipe creations. Um, so we wanted to put in a feature that made that all your runs. easier. All your the runs, runs. My favorite. Completions. <laughs> um, and just celebrate those little wins like Laura's unpacking of her bag when she got home. Um, we don't have any <laughs> part in the app though where you can log that. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe that's to come. <laughs> and if you guys do share, please make sure you tag us because we love, we love to see it. Um, yeah. All right. Let's get into today's episode. But before we do, we did just want to have a trigger warning here for anyone that may be triggered by the topic of restrictive eating. We would recommend skipping forward around 10 minutes um, and missing out on this first segment. And if you need to chat to anyone, reach out to the Butterfly Foundation at 1-800-ED-HOPE. So we've been talking about toxic wellness rules that we lived by. We spoke about this last week and we have had one, well, we had many actually sent through, but this one came up like a stupid amount of times. I reckon it was. It was probably the, the most. Alongside probably cutting out carbohydrates, yeah. this was the other one that was yeah. the most common. And it's very interesting because this one involves a specific number of calories, mm. which means it must have been from some stupid diet that obviously yeah. penetrated through so much of what we see yeah. online. Um, and this one came in from Olivia. The toxic wellness rule I used to live by was eating only 1,200 calories a day. I remember using heaps of calorie counting apps to track everything I was eating and drinking. If I knew I had to go out to dinner with friends, I would either skip my lunch. So I would not consume over the 1,200 calories or I wouldn't even go out to dinner with them and I'd just make up an excuse and meet them out after dinner. It was honestly a really crap way to live and so restrictive. I look back on it now and I can't believe I lived life like that and I'm just so thankful um, that I'm taking a much more balanced approach to food and exercise now. It's just like when a diet mm. like that, such a restrictive diet affects like the rest of your life as well. Like it's, it's, it isn't even just about what you eat. It's like you, you stop seeing friends. Like it just consumes you. And it's just, it's a crazy low amount of calories. It is. And it's so interesting. There was a really popular mm. chain franchise business mm -hmm. that ran a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of my girlfriends did it. And, and along with the fitness challenge, along with, it was exactly, a diet it was a too. lot of so you're working out every single yeah. day. And I remember looking at the plan, and I was mm. like, oh, there was like, mm. it's what I would eat for one meal, but it was spread across mm. the day. And it's messed up when it's also attached to a fitness plan because yes. it's like you actually need to consume you more need calories more energy. if you're going to be that active. Exactly. And then I think for me personally, mm. I used to use an app mm. to count mm -hmm. what I was eating. Mm. Very very popular app. 
And that app controlled my... Because it is, as you said, it's mm. controlling. It stops you going out. It makes you... For me, what the worst thing that counting every single calorie that I was consuming did to me was it meant that if I was not in control of the food that was being made, because you literally have to, like, if you make porridge, you have to put in, like, this is, I put in one third of a banana. And you search, like, all the things, and it comes up with, like, some people put, like, two pieces of banana, Mm. but it's, like, just ridiculous. Mm. And so if you couldn't, if you didn't make it yourself, Mm. you couldn't actually track what it was in there. And that would have just created so much anxiety. Exactly. That's exactly right. And so it was either I would go out for dinner and have full anxiety the full time because I'm like, oh my God, what is this made? And I'd be thinking about all the things. And really interestingly, a lot of these apps are actually completely inaccurate. We've spoken to Liv, our our kick dietitian on the podcast about it before. They're not actually accurate as per the, uh, the Australian dietetic standard. I I can't remember the exact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but the standards that are used, yeah. they're not actually accurate because yeah. I believe users actually can put them in. Yeah. And so what so they are usually under, yes, exactly. They're usually under what the actual calories are. So you're counting and then it's telling you that you have consumed more than you actually have. So mm. you're eating less, which is just, it, which is not good. You don't have enough energy. Mm. But yeah, for me, and, and it's bad too because it would, if you didn't track them, mm. it would send you notifications to mm. be like, you haven't tracked this today. If you want to stick to your goals, make sure you're... And it's like this constant reminder that you need to measure every single thing that you're eating. Mm. And for, for someone like me with an obsessive yeah. personality, I became... That trapped me in there for a very, yeah. very long time. And I could not look at food as fuel or as... Because nutrients don't matter in these apps. What mm. matters is how many the calories yeah. are in food, right? And it just, yeah, it was it was so controlling for such a long time. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, there's like obviously there, there's there's other things, there is other reasons medically when people need to be aware of you know macros and and calories and everything like that. And hopefully they're working with a health professional when they have to do so. Um, and so we wanted to get an expert to talk about it because it's one thing for us to say like that that number is shocking, um, but to properly understand why we shouldn't stick to it. We've got Kik's dietitian, Liv Morrison here. Eating only 1,200 calories a day is something that I do hear really regularly from patients, but also see online. And I think it has been more popularized around calorie counting apps that often recommend this number, particularly to women. However, it's really important to be reminded of why that is so dangerous. Not only is it dangerous for us physically, but also mentally. Firstly, when we're focusing on a specific number, a really restrictive number like 1,200, we're kind of, instead of looking at the big picture and focusing on nutrients and how much value we can get out of our meals, we are starting to focus on things more so as numbers. So in terms of being able to get your nutrients in per day, it's almost impossible. I've done some calculations and if you were a 65 kilo person, just to hit the bare minimum daily serves of food groups that you would need for protein, carbs, fats, fruit, vegetables, and dairy, that's at least 1,800 calories. So we're already quite restricted there. And our basal metabolic rate, that is our BMR in other words, that in itself per day needs at least 1,200 calories. So if we're not eating enough to kind of sustain other areas of energy use, so our exercise, mm-hmm. our NEAT, which is kind of like fidgeting and moving around, cooking, cleaning, um, really what happens is our BMR goes down, our metabolic rate goes down to be able to provide enough energy for those other sources. This number is actually the amount of calories a day that we recommend for two to three-year-old kids. So some symptoms of 
over-restriction and if you were eating that low of calories, uh, sleeping issues, you know, heart risks, heart attacks are a really common uh, side effect of over-restriction of calories and low blood pressure, brain fog, dizziness. We don't uh, fidget as much or we're reducing that neat kind of output in that other energy use. So, and as we all know, it also increases our risk of binge eating as well. So although that the 12, eating 1,200 calories a day is a really popular and kind of normalized food rule, it's really important to remember that each day our body needs different amounts of energy. Our hunger will change each day. Sometimes you need more than 3,000 calories and some days you might need 1,200. But it should change and you should let your body kind of dictate how much and when you need that the best that you can. We see the best outcomes there as opposed to calorie counting in itself. And I think the other thing is if you are unsure or if you're really struggling to tune into your own body and you really need help, like go to a health professional. Don't just yeah. follow something Don't on follow Instagram. Something on, yeah. Exactly right. And yeah. I mean, even with our meal guide on, on mm. Kick, because something that comes, so with Kick, we have no mention of calories yeah. in the app. It's not, you, if you go into the meals, you can't see how many calories are in mm-hmm. them. We have Liv Check, our dietitian who you mm-hmm. just heard from, check every single meal that is developed for Kick yeah. to make sure that it fits into the guidelines for a healthy diet. So yeah. they are the macros are checked, the nutrients are checked, the calories are checked, yeah. but then we don't have them there because we know it can be really, really 100%. triggering for people. Like for, for me, for example, mm-hmm. that is not it, – I calorie counting does not work for yeah. me and it makes me obsessive around food and, and etc. But it is something that you're right. So you, you can work with a health professional to help you understand how much and, and you know, build a relationship mm. to be able to eat intuitively. Mm. But focusing on just that number, mm. and as Liv said, that is for two to three-year-old children, yeah. that's a recommended intake. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't inca- – like when you have your – like I remember – when I, when I have my period, I'm starving. Our I'm body needs right more energy <laughs> yeah. when we have our periods, yeah. right? It needs more energy to be able mm. to do everything that it has to do. Mm-hmm. When that happens, you need to eat more. But mm. then, you know, you, I went through a big stage where during that time and I lost my period for ages because mm. I wasn't eating enough mm. to give my body the energy to do what it needs to do as a bodily function mm. when I was following this stupid calorie-restrictive yeah. diet. It is really, really scary that all that information is out there. But obviously, as Steph said, make sure all of your information comes from health professionals. And we are going to continue to speak about these rules mm. on the podcast. And I suppose myth bust them mm. and with, with our expert, mm. Liv Morrison, to help us. Uh, because I think there's something that you read it and you, mm. you, I don't know, for some reason you might read it on a quote or some mm. stupid Pinterest page or whatever and you, you're believing this information but then we wanted yet to try and bust as many of them as we can. It's time for Nightmare Neighbor Stories. <laughs> it's not where I saw the podcast going. Nightmare Neighbors. But I love it. Yeah. I love it. This this is a great segment. So Steph, we have had some yes, sent in. Mm-hmm. Can you take it away sure, with okay. the first one? Sure, I can. This one is from Yasmin. When we were kids, my brother kicked a ball over the fence, which my neighbours never returned, and mum went next door to ask for it back, to which he refused. This happened time and time again. So fed up, mum called the police and asked (laughs) if they could get all our balls back from over the years. When they got to next door's house, our neighbour grabbed my brother's balls and stabbed them right in front of the police officer. I would That's move. That's a sad life. You can't steal kids' balls. That's just a sad life. Are, it's expensive to buy balls all the time. Also yeah. bad for the environment. It's also like, don't 
What? It's a good thing okay, that they're outside that, playing. That is, sorry, that is a nightmare neighbour. That is, that nightmare. is ten, 10 out of 10 for nightmare neighbour and 10 out of 10 recommendation to move house. You know what I, I love that the police actually went. Well, that's a bit creepy because like, if he's stabbing balls, what else is he? That, I, I, that is, no, they, she didn't I call feel, to say my neighbour's stabbing balls. She's saying my neighbour isn't throwing the balls over. The fact that unsafe. the police actually went is quite funny, I think. Oh, Yasmin, anyway, sending you sucks. love. <laughs> I'm sure she's over it now. It's traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next one is from Gillian or Gillian, and I'm apologizing. I think I think Gillian. Way floats your boat. You think Gillian? Well, whatever their name is, not is, whatever floats their boat. There is a change <laughs> in the moment. <laughs> I used to make Sorry. fun of my friend Alana because her name is spelt like Alana, but she cracks it when people call her Alana because <laughs> she's like, "It's Alana," yes. and I was like, "Well, it's not spelled that way." So. <laughs> anyway, I once had a neighbor who tried to steal my cat. <laughs> What? What? He was quite an expensive breed and he was on a specialised medical diet due to some dental issues. Knowing this, my neighbour would lure him over to her house with cheap wet food, the cat version of junk food. cheap wet food. Oh, no. (laughs) And lock him up for several days in her house. Other neighbours who have been to her house would tell us that she would buy him toys, beds, and a full Are set you? up in her home for I'm a cat. Sorry. She had a full set up in her home. Oh, my gosh. We asked repeatedly for her not to do this, and over the years, she refused to just <laughs> We eventually found out that she had given my cat another name was telling the neighbourhood that he was hers and if they saw him out roaming to return him to her. He came home one morning with a new collar with the name she had given him, his wrist shaved and a needle mark on it, indicating that he had undergone some sort of surgery that required an anaesthetic. Oh, my God, that's frightening. We are still not 100% on what the surgery was that same day. I packed all his things and he now lives at my sister's house. That is oh, sorry, horrible. Okay. Your this pet is a police is like, matter. Th- thank you. I, That's a but police matter. Your pet matter. is like your yeah. It's a th- family member. It's it's a not like a baby, but honestly, well, it I is. know. It's a family Do you know what member. I'm going to say? It it's is like a baby. A baby. Yeah. That's that's messed that's up. Fucked. That's fucked. Shouldn't up. you have to go to jail for that? I feel like instead of the cat going away, she should have gone away. But anyway, I think that I hope they got the police. That's involved. like stealing someone's possession. But it's an alive. It's oh, alive. So like it's sad. not even like a couch. It's alive. Anyway, <laughs> um, the next one we have here is from Gina, or Gina. <laughs> no, it's, her name is Gina. I'm going to start calling you Stefani. <laughs> Stephanie, whatever. All right, Lawrence. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My neighbor of six years in London played the same retro porn at top level sound for six years consistently. We posted notes, letters, had the cancel round, police, everything. Eventually, I confronted him and he came out holding a belt. (gasps) What's retro porn? Oh my God, wait, there's audio in this one. Hi. Can you please turn your porn off? Because there's kids that can hear it every single day. Turn off your porn. The porn you're listening to, we can hear it every loud. single day. It's really, <laughs> it's really loud. Yeah. Than what you're watching, yeah. and there's kids upstairs who can hear it. Okay, okay. I'll turn it off. Yeah. yeah. Oh my, are we on a current event? <laughs> <laughs> Retro porn. I'm sure. It's what just is old it? School porn. Retro, like old school. Yeah. You know what? You do you in your house. Don't put it loud, <laughs> especially. And then. Imagine 
Every time he left the house, he would know that everyone, but maybe, he, oh, that's a bit, I don't, I don't want to go there. <laughs> that's, sorry about that, Gina. <laughs> okay, the next wow. one is from Kate. Well, ladies, do I have a few stories for you about my crazy neighbour? First one being whenever we have people over for a barbecue or whatever, like we, we are super tame. Um, he always gets his lawnmower out, puts it against the fence and leaves it idling until it literally runs out of fuel. He also actually makes barking noises to my dog and then complains that my dog barks back at him. What the fuck? What? <laughs> Wrong what? With people. what is wrong with people? Uh, I don't know. What do you do? Uh, I think we need to become like the neighbourhood savers or something and go in with our green outfits and... What? <laughs> what? Is a neighbourhood watch is just green. No, he's trying to make it. No, like a green, a green suit. Okay. Walk into neighbours and share some love because these people need good. some love in Why their... Why green? Fine, we're pink or something. <laughs> Wait, these people need some love in their lives. I know, it's very sad, isn't it? Oh! It's very sad. We'll go in with red love heart outfits. <laughs> Give them a hug. He needs a hug. <laughs> okay, this next one is from Lauren. Our crazy neighbour was our landlord. She lived next door and she would come inside the house when we weren't home because she had her own set of keys because she owned the place. She would paint the walls. She started trying to renovate the house while we were living in it um, and she kept entering the property while we weren't home and changing things. So we had to put up security cameras to keep her out or to have proof that she was entering. And she um, noticed that we had cameras and then she stole the cameras and put them in her garden shed. And then the cameras recorded her putting them in the shed and then she tried to deny that it was her even though the cameras were recording her. And when my partner confronted her about taking the camera, she sprayed him in the face with a hose. So can I and I'm Go gonna, to VK. I am going to butcher this because I am not a qualified lawyer. But I did property law. And if you, again, any lawyers listening, shut your ears. <laughs> shut okay? your ears. I'll, I'll get there eventually. No, but truly, if you are a lessee, if you're uh, taking a lease on a yes. house, mm-hmm. you have more rights mm-hmm. over that property than the owner of the property. Yes. Because the rights are transferred to you. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed, if, if you you're own a allowed. house. You're not if, allowed. If you have someone leasing it. into someone's house. You can't go. It's, no. you, they have more rights than you legally. Yeah. Imagine just trying to confront someone though, and then they just spray you in the face. Like you'd just be like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's also gaslighting when someone's like, "I didn't take your cameras," and you're like, "I saw you take them. I have it on video." Well, it's not me. Oh, okay. Last, last one. Darcy. This one says in brackets, "Poo." (laughs) (laughs) I hope Darcy's isn't as sad. So here's my nightmare neighbour story, but I'm sort of like the nightmare neighbour. So my (laughs) ex-boyfriend woke up one night. It was after a party. We were all, I think he was probably still drunk. Anyway, so my ex-boyfriend woke up in the middle of the night, needed to go to the toilet. My bathroom at the time was getting renovated. So he didn't want to go into that bathroom, obviously, because he couldn't. My parents' bathroom was working, but he had to go into their room. And he was too scared to go in there at three o'clock in the morning and like do a poo in the toilet. Anyway... He went outside, did a poo in my garden. Then he's like, well, I can't leave the poo in the garden. Like, that's pretty gross. Anyway, so he wiped his bottom with toilet paper and everything. 
there was a shovel next to him, so he ended up he picked up the poo and toilet paper and threw it no. over the fence. No. No. And then like a week later we got a letter in our in our mailbox <laughs> saying why is there poo and toilet paper in my garden from my neighbour. And now she hates us. So she, yeah. as she should. As she should. As she should. Sorry. Human feces. It's bringing, no. it's for me, it's the toilet paper. Yeah. Because just use I a leaf. Was gonna, like maybe dig a hole and bury I it. I have had to poo in a That's bush what I before, would do. like on a run, like in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and, uh, I love that you're finally admitting this. Yes. I'm so embarrassed. <sighs> I'm I never thought you were actually going to let this. I was not the poo do. jogger. Like that was that was it was it was in like in a <laughs> national so park in the now. middle of nowhere, and I went like so far into the bush deep, and I you have to wipe your I have to wipe my bum with a leaf oh. because I don't have toilet paper on me, right? But it's, if you had a shovel though, tell me you would have dug a hole for the poo. hundred percent. Oh my god, I buried it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just it's the fact that Darcy, your partner, was like, "This is gross," so I put it in the other person's <laughs> garden, and if you made the effort. To get the toilet paper, just go in the toilet. Okay, so. (laughs) That was cute. A few weeks ago, we were speaking to Rachel Baker on the podcast and I said this. Most women can't orgasm from penetration alone. I can, but it's one specific position. It's like a, it's a very specific position. And like other than that. (laughs) Is it specific? Yeah, well, I mean like, as in like I, it's, it's, yeah, anyway. But it's also for me getting my mind there. And off the back of that, I've had quite a lot of people DM me. No wonder. Wanting to know. When you first told me, I was like, well, which position is it? And I was lucky to find out. Um, And, you know, one person that did get it out of me was actually producer Mandy, who who is a host of a new listener radio show on Sunday nights. And so I just thought, you know, if it's going to be on there, let's bring late let's night bring radio. Let's bring late to night Monday radio. Mornings. I thought. I thought <laughs> on the podcast. Fun. On the podcast, you might be able to um, be like, "No, Mandy, let's edit that out." But on live radio, you'd be cornered and yeah, have to reveal it. I was, and I did anyway. So this is it. Can I just say it didn't work for me? <laughs> In one of your recent Kickpot episodes, yeah. you revealed that there's one specific position. Oh my God, Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, is the most enjoyable, I guess. Yes. And a lot of people, because you posted a video on your socials about it, and yeah. so many people were like, what's the position, I know, Steph? everyone wants so to So I have to ask, what's the position? Yeah, I mean, look, everyone's body is really different, so I'm sure it's <laughs> going to be very different for everyone. But, if, you know, if you're asking, I'm in control. Okay. I'm on top, yeah. and I'm, I'm leaning a very certain angle. Back or that, forward? Forward. Okay. That things are yep. being yep. touched. Gotcha. Skin on skin vibes. You well, know, I'm very so glad I got that close. We've got the scoop. That's so it. there you go. Daily Mail, eat your heart out. <laughs> what is it time for? Special share. Okay, Lawsy. Yes. I'm very excited for your recommendation because it's very rare that you get to well not get to, you could do it at any time, but you choose not to. Consume something fiction. Yes, it is rare that I choose to get. Yeah, yes. yes, exactly. So I've got a fictional book mm-hmm. recommendation, which is I'm trying to read more. I mean, obviously, all of the Colin Hoover books were fiction. Yes. 
Maybe we can believe they're real life. They are fiction. <laughs> anyway, so I finished. So this book mm. that I'm going to recommend is called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Mm. I think is how you say her surname. You've just bought it. Yes, it's a beautiful, me. shiny. And I know you shouldn't buy a book on its cover. I've, I've heard really good, good things cover. about the book. Sorry, but it is a really beautiful cover, like shiny and rainbow and. Yes. It's attractive. And I saw, I believe, what Zara McDonald, and I, I believe it's where I first saw it, yeah. read this book. For yeah. Zara is one of the hosts of Shameless Podcast. And I love Zara's book recommendations. Yeah. I feel like she's always on She reads it. a lot. So, yeah. And she, yeah. she does really good ones. Yeah. So I, based off that, saw her read it. And I might have been pre order. I can't remember. That's anyway. Oh. Anyway, read it. I have to say, the first hundred pages, I was like, "Ooh, slow." This, it was slow. Okay, it took me, but I was. I did start reading it at home, mm-hmm. and then I finished it when I was away. When I actually had like big chunks time. of time to read it, which yeah. is when I really got into it. Yeah. But it for the first hundred pages, I did find it easy to put it down. But I was like, Zara liked this. Commit. Keep going. And Keep it gets going. Better. Keep going. It gets better. It is a wonderful mm. story of friendship and love and overcoming adversity. Mm-hmm with two young kids that get to know each other very early in a hospital and then it kind of tells the story of when they reconnect um, and what their life, what happens in their life together. It's got, they run a business together. and it's, Anyway, I'm it's a great book. I highly recommend. But if you do find for the first 100 pages, you're like, what's happening? Because it does change tenses quite a okay. bit, like from this part of their life to another one, to right. this story. <clears throat> yeah. So you do, it's like one you really need to commit to and kind of, Put Read a few, more than a chapter. Exactly. Night, yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Or on the weekend. Um, yeah. I would highly recommend. I love that. Thank you. Well, I'm so excited because no, it's yes. on my bookshelf. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. And you, yes. my friend, what have you got for us? So this is not new whatsoever. However, I only discovered the other night that Josh hadn't seen it. And it what blew it? my mind that he hadn't seen it because A, I knew he would enjoy it and B, it's a classic. And so now I'm wondering... I wonder if Laura has seen oh, this because there's a lot of movies not. you haven't seen. <laughs> Goodwill Hunting. Um, <gasps> oh. I mean, it sounds important. It does. Let me Google it. Mandy's shocked too. Mandy's I've never too. seen it either. Oh, However, oh my God. at least I know it exists. Oh. <laughs> Love the actors. Yes. Love, yeah. Okay, okay it came well, out in 1997. I don't know if Dalton's watched it, but you need to watch this. We actually watched it the other night because when I found out Josh hadn't seen it, I was I like, I don't think I have. I'm sorry, you need to watch this movie. It is... So amazing. Okay, Robin Williams, like, I love him. He's wonderful. Miss him. Mm. And it's such a beautiful movie. And, oh, my God. Anyway, I'm just excited now. Because I was like, I bet you very young. Matt Damon is amazing in it. I mean, he does look young because it was 20 years ago. (laughs) It's a very old film, but it is so beautiful. It is on the longer side. It's definitely like a weekend film, get cosy on the couch. Unless you're a late night weekday (laughs) person. (laughs) Josh is very. He's got a very high. Um, he does expectation. Expectation mm. and with movies, and if it if it's below that, he's he's very disinterested. But he loved it, and he okay. actually said, "Well done to me," because it's very <laughs> well rare done. that something I recommend him he actually likes. So highly recommend. I'm so excited you haven't seen it now. Oh my god, it's an amazing. Okay, movie. well thank you. You're I'll welcome. And it. and yeah, anyone who who knows maybe knows of it like Mandy, but has chosen not to watch it this longest time, watch it. It's a great old flick. Yeah, it's like one of those things where you're like, oh, that, I've heard that's a good movie, Mm. but I'm not going to watch it. (laughs) But no, I will. I will. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you would like to hear more from us or see more from us, we have got our Instagram 
Oh, I said that a bit weird. Instagram, mm. just IG page, KickPod. You can send us a voice note, a DM about the episode, thoughts, whatever you want to send. We'd love to read them. We'd love to play them out loud in the podcast. It's how you can get involved. You can also find out more about Kick. We've got a seven-day free trial on our website, kickapp.com. Or if you search Kick on the App Store, you can find us there too. And you can find us on Instagram at Smith at laura.henshaw. And we will see you. Well, we won't we'll see talk you. to you on Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Bye.